Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode from the Urban Lily Talks Tropes. I'm 40-something Ajuma, and I'm with, with me today. I've got my regular conversational partner from Jung Haven Forums, Absolute M. Hi, and everybody. we are going to talk about the dramas that we are watching currently, or some, I guess, uh-huh. in there will be a couple that we've just finished watching. Yeah, so there's there's a ton of stuff on all the various uh, streaming platforms. And mm-hmm. we're going to start with The Worst of Evil, because that one just finished airing mm-hmm. last week. Yep. And I'm just curious about uh-huh. your, your overall feelings about the show, what thoughts you have on that. Um, yeah, um, also about the last three episodes, I think in particular, uh. the ending. <laughs> You know, and and maybe you'd like to comment on some of the controversies regarding some of the characters and and the uh, decision making process. Okay. I mean, um, all right. First of first and foremost, I thought overall this was such a great show. I mean, I wouldn't say it's the drama of the year. I, I read people calling this like, oh, this is the best drama ever and stuff like that. I I mean, there are better dramas for sure, but it was a really good show. You know, I definitely preferred it to. The previous one, because this is the same slot as... Uh, so this is the Wednesday slot for Disney+, Plus, right? So I definitely prefer it to the previous show. I think the previous one was moving, right? So I thought this was... The, the storytelling here was a lot more um, uh, put together. You know, I, I mean, the, the obviously the plot... I mean, the, the writer already knew what she wanted, what he wanted, you know? So, and that was pretty uh, consistent. It wasn't just... Um, I was engaged throughout, you know? I've... Uh, with the previous show, I was I, I found myself a little distracted at times. You know, I thought this is much better. But then again, I'm not comparing the same genre, so I guess maybe that's not a fair comparison. I thought what was really good about this show was uh, Ji Chang Wook and uh, Wee Ha Jun. I thought they were fantastic in their roles. You know, mm. uh, Ji Chang Wook's. Uh, I think this is probably one of his best, the best one of the best performances of his career. You know, I mm-hmm. I, I would say that. Okay, mm-hmm. and. Um, I think Weeha Jun as well, I think what was so great was that, you know, he's not the good guy here, right? Yep. But yet, you know, it came to a point where we empathized with his character. So I thought that was really um, what he brought to the table for the show. As to the last three episodes, you know, I kind of expected the ending somewhat. I mean, I knew that the ending had to be, um, it, it wouldn't be a fairy tale ending, right? But I, I was a little surprised that it was Jun Mo, which is Ji Chang Wu's character, which ended up killing Wee Ha Jun's character. But then now that I, so initially I was, uh, I was a little bit, I was taken aback, right? But then after that, I thought, okay, so after the show, after a few days, you know, it's, it kind of thought, okay, you know, this, this it's kind of like a poetic ending to it, right? Yeah, I don't know. What, what did you think about the ending? The Hello? more I thought about it, the more I thought, mm-hmm. okay, it works. It was a surprise mm. to me as well. Mm. I, I wasn't really expecting it to end in the way that it did. I was expecting... Mm. That's why I was a little bit... I, I was yeah. expecting maybe death or jail time, but I wasn't mm. really expecting it to transpire in the way that it did. So the it ending... Was surprising. It was sad. It was, it, sad. It was very mean, was sad. Quite, yeah. 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 Yes, because there was no redemption. That's the part yes. that that's really tragic about the mm. ending itself. Mm. 
if he had died, for example, okay, this is just an example, saving somebody, maybe saving、yeah. Wee Jong,、yeah. that would be different. That would be a totally different type of death. But this is a ignominious death, so it's kind of a bit troubling in a way, right? But it、yeah. works. But it does also、mm. change the way I see much of the show. Don't know about、mm. all of the show. But、mm. this ending does kind of reframe the show for me. You know, how I, did I you see it in the, in, initially? I mean, thought this would be a show for where the characters get redeemed, especially yeah, Hajin's character, right? I think so.、Yeah. I I felt I, that I, I felt so too. I felt so too towards、yeah. the end when he, you know, he thought that he wanted to start fresh and things like that. You know, so I thought, oh, this is a bit of a shocker. <laughs> Actually, I was shocked. You know. Yeah, so I was taken aback because、um, there was there were these moments where maybe because I have this bias towards Kicho、uh, as already right. I mean, I'm already feeling sympathetic towards his character. Yes, and yes. I thought that okay, you know, he he was showing some, you know, he knew what he was doing was wrong, you know, and he he found purpose in Rijong, right? So I was like, man. Okay, why did they have to kill him? Why did Junmo not shoot him elsewhere? You know, I, these things went through my mind at first. You know, because he shot him hard, right? Because he didn't want him to appear like he killed himself. Because partly to protect Weijong, I think.、Mm. Partly、mm. also because he knew that regardless of what he did, Kicho would probably try and kill himself again. So that's my understanding of what happened there. Having given it, it some thought, it was a split-second decision. So I wonder if it was also partly. I mean, this is definitely not going to sit down well with Junmo fans. But it was partly there was some element of jealousy as well that went into it. I'm just wondering, you know, because because never nothing is addressed, right? It it is quite interesting. Just, I mean that that is not actually the ending. The ending is that he visits. His gravestone takes、mm. off his ring and puts it on Kichol's.、Yes, yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure necessarily that he was motivated by jealousy. It's a possible interpretation,、okay. but it's、mm. not one that I hold to. I know some people talked about the fact that、uh, there was some discussion、yes. on Jung Haven about that too. That ending yeah, shows yeah, that yeah. that Wee Jung loved. Kijo more than she loved Junmo.、Oh, no, I, I no, actually don't、not. agree I, I with that. I disagree with that. Yeah, I yeah, I, I don't, don't think that. that's what happened at all. Yes,、um, no. She was just、uh, she she responded quickly to Kijo because I mean that's just human nature, right? You, this is Kijo was somebody、yeah. she knew from young. Yeah, you know, and she's always been on this entire thing, not because she loved Kijo, but because she was doing this for Junmo. I think it was really clear in the story. So I'm not sure where people are reading, why people are reading into this more than. One more than they should. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As as、mm. I've said on my blog, the the latest one that I did and my yeah, latest understanding of of the story, I think the 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 sort of thing that fits very well for me anyway, the comparison that fits well for me, is the Great Gatsby. I think it makes so much、okay. more sense when I think about it in that light. I haven't read the Great Gatsby since I left high school, really. But what I did remember, and I actually went, you know, did some research as well. Mm-hmm. Is that if you look at the start of the show, the the show more or less starts with Kicho. You know, it starts with、yes. his story about how he、yes. became a wealthy businessman, quote unquote. 
and it it showed that he wanted respectability, how he wanted to achieve status, and how he wants mm. to be part of the elite of that society. I think yes. that is a very important. Yes. A lot of people thought that that was all very unnecessary, but for the story that they told and the ending, I think bears it out as well. His yeah. backstory is actually really important, far more important mm. than Jun Mo's, because he, his backstory is actually what drives. The way he thinks about the, the world, right? yeah, yeah. It, it drives his desire for wealth. You know, it's not exactly mm. the wealth that he's he's actually wanting to attain. He wants respectability. He wants. Correct. He's trying to prove himself. He's to... trying. Yeah, he's trying to. Prove, but he's also yeah. wanting to prove himself to the woman that he's always loved, and that is very okay. much like the Great Gatsby. And and Gatsby, okay. I don't know if you've ever seen any of the movies or read the book, but no, he he threw yeah, parties. But, yeah, but... Yeah, and he, he was a mysterious figure and he threw parties for people and they all went to these parties oh. and there was kind of rumours about where he got his wealth from. And he also mm-hmm. gained his wealth through illegal means, you know, like selling alcohol during the prohibition. So mm. there's a lot of that stuff going on that I think mm. The Great Gatsby really does address because once once the, the, the name, you know, Jay Gatsby got in my head, I realised, oh, this is what this is about. So the ending kind of makes sense when you look at, again, when you look at the beginning and you look at how driven he is to make money, right, that he would resort to illegal means because he mm. wants to be respected by mm. the, the society that he's in and he didn't have those choices. Mm. And you can see why he ended up tragically because and why he was unrepentant because he never mm. thought that he was wrong in wanting to get rich. Right. You know, and wanting to be respected because this is what everybody wants, mm. right? He didn't understand what he did was so wrong. Life was unfair for someone like him. Mm. He, he was dealt a bad hand at birth, and then his, you know, mother killed his father, so he didn't have a whole lot of choices open up to him, and so mm. he took whatever he could get to get somewhere in life. Yeah. So he's aspirational. Now, in a sense, we are all aspirational. And we can kind of relate yeah. to that. That's why he's so relatable. That's why people find it so hard to, to hate him. His cry right, is for mm. equality, you know, excess equality of, of, of opportunity. And he didn't have yeah. that. So he had to do mm. it the illegal way. Mm. The Great Gatsby is about the American dream. So I assume that this is something about the, you know, the, the Korean dream, the, the South Korean dream. You know, being able yeah. to accumulate oh, wealth. house in Gangnam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially it's in Gangnam yeah, of all places, right? Now it's a it's a yeah. rich person's place. But you know, so I I find that fascinating on a different level. I think it's mm. it's much more kind of Shakespearean in some ways, the ending. Mm. I accept it works. Anyway, it works for me, even though it's very sad that It's very sad, but it's yeah. also sad because of what it did to what it implied that it did to Jun Mo and Rejong's marriage. Yeah. You know, I think Absolutely. Kichol aside, I thought, oh wow, you know, because um, it's kind of, uh, it's also quite, it's kind of ironic because Junbo started this not because, I mean, yes, he's a good cop and I think that he's always, uh, you know, I mean, he, he definitely would want to catch the bad guys, right? That sort of thing. Yeah. But he did this, went undercover, took such a risk because he was trying to prove himself to Jong's family. And yeah. at the end of the day, he lost so much more. I don't think he proved anything, even though I think he was promoted. 
but he lost the most important thing and he lost Rachel. And I thought that was so sad. That was the worst thing about this ending for me, you know? I think it's a, it's a rejection of her class, right? Her elite status, her family's elite mm. status. I think there is a rejection okay. of that. So that's what I, mm. I've understood. It's, it's quite consistent. I feel like my interpretation is consistent with everything else that we mm. see in the show because she comes right. from that's that's why they tell you this right she comes from an elite family of cops mm. and they mm. you know and she's going places mm. he's not right at the start of the show he's not going places so he took this on board and like you said to gain a measure of respectability in the eyes of her family right and for her sake mm. as well but at the end of the show he rejects all of that so he he's in a way a lot like Kijol right he also right was perhaps brought up to think he could make something of himself, right? Reject his mm, past, okay. reject his father's upbringing, if you like, you know, because his father is a, some, some sort of a minor drug lord, if you like, as well. So he, he mm. rejects all of that to, to yep. live a life of respectability. But he, he realizes at the end, he can't get there, that mm. this, this door is, not, is closed to people like him. So unless you mm. are born with a silver spoon in your mouth I think mm. is what the show is saying it's very hard for anyone to break through without doing yeah. illegal things or without hurting other people and that's a very yeah, it's very hard to transcend the class so to speak. Mm. I, I think that's what they're saying as well that the society mm. is organised in such a way that people who aspire to be more than what they are have a tough time yeah. breaking through ceilings and going up the ladder and I suspect that's what the social commentary is at the end of the day. So that's why, you know, mm. people complain, oh, Gicho's not menacing enough. He's not, he's not a, um, like a gangster, you know, like what you've seen in The Godfather or any of those sort of shows, right? Goodfellas. Mm. But this is not really about that, you know. It's about, yeah, this, how the social structure is built against... But, but I also, I also think that against... because the reason why he's not menacing enough, I mean, as in like, you know, I think it's on purpose that he's shown to yeah, be yeah, not of course. menacing enough, right? It's to show that he, he never yeah. wanted this life. If he, had, if he had, was given an opportunity to make better choices, yeah. he had someone, you know, like the way um, Junmo had that senior cop, the one who died, right? Yeah. Uh, like a, 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 some sort of father figure, someone yeah. who guided him. Yeah. He would have made different choices. Yeah, you know. So that's right. Yeah, and it shows so, it shows yeah, how so. important fathers are, right? You know, especially for mm. men, when they don't mm. have a strong father figure, right? One with integrity, mm. one that can uh, give them, you know, a moral foundation, you know, give them mm. guidance. You can see in both cases they didn't have good fathers, and mm. that's how important fathers are. Mm. For for all children, True. I mean, I'm not just saying for guys, but particularly for guys, I think, uh, mm. and and you can see that playing out. You know that that society, if you if you miss out on certain things, then the mm -hmm. the prize is not for you. You 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 can't achieve the prize. Like he wanted, he wanted to to build an empire, right? He actually had plans to develop this piece of land, right? This mm. this area with all the the wealth that he was building. And he thought, well, he, he's going to get the girl. And the girl was giving him that extra motivation to do the right thing, to turn over a new leaf. But mm -hmm. in the end, because that relationship was a lie, was built on deception, I think he fell apart. Mm -hmm. He just completely fell apart. 
because of that. Mm. And everything that mm. he thought was true and that he could do, he realized he couldn't. Mm. And yep. because it was all based on deception. I think the show is better than I initially thought. Mm. You know, it's, it's certainly not the best thing I've seen this year. Certainly not the best thing I've seen ever, but it's a good show. And it, it was has, good. It was yeah. really good. I mean, I would I would say it's one of those shows that if, if someone asked me if I would recommend it, I would say yes, definitely. If you like this genre, yeah. I would say that this is a good watch. You know, yeah. I mean, for 12 episodes, it was, I mean, it wasn't just pure violence, right? There was yeah. a lot of character building as well. So I yeah. thought, you know, and um, the other cast were great. It's not just the two male leads, right? Yes, that's uh, right. Me, I think did a really good job. Yeah. What did you think about her character? I mean, there was so much talk. I mean, like, okay, some people are like saying, oh, she's been underutilized and stuff like that. And, you know, she's just a plot device. I kind of disagree, but I wanted to know how you felt about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree that she was a plot device. I actually think, actually, mm. it was quite curious. I was going to ask you about, you know, whether that were, there was actually any romance in the show. And my answer would be not really. It's not a, yeah, it's, it's not, not a romantic, romance show. It's not a rom- yeah, yeah. A romance show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, her, her no role. It was all, a, it was all, it was just part of, it's a honey trap, like you said, you know? Yeah. I think much better of her than, than most people seem to because uh-huh. of the fact that, you know, she really did try to, I think she really wanted Kichol to, to change. You know, she did want him to genuinely was in it to help Junmo. You know, I think, yes. but I don't but, think but she understood. Later on, she, yeah, she, she was hoping that, you know, it wouldn't go too far because she kept asking everybody to just stop, right? She'd tell Kichol, this is going too far. She told Junmo, this is going too far. Yeah. You know, yeah. she knew how this was going to be played out, right? Yeah. I think the the problem thought, is that she mm. looks like she's in the way a lot. That's part of the problem is that she looks like she's getting in the way of Junmo doing his job. I think that's deliberate. I think it is a double-edged sword having her in it. Yes, she was yes. able to convince Kijol, for instance, mm. that she was genuine and that she really wanted to help him. Mm. She managed to get him distracted. Mm. and also caused him to turn against some of his subordinates, you know, his long-time friends. Mm -hmm. But I think also because of that reason, it puts Junmo Mm. on edge, right? He is Mm. worried about her constantly. And I think that's a double-edged sword that I'm talking about, that that he starts to act a little bit more crazy. Yeah, so he, he starts to panic quite a bit. Mm. Now, mm. it's true, probably... I have may- to say, I, I really thought um, Ji chang did such a good job, right? You yeah. Know, between no, trying good. to keep cool, keep his cover, yeah. and feeling frustrated, I thought, yeah. wow, this is fantastic. That's why I'm thinking that this is probably one of the best shows yeah. that he's done. You, you know, see, this, this is yeah. the thing about couples, right? Sometimes, you know, mm. uh, wives, or well, one, one, you know, one spouse thinks, I'm helping you. Mm. And the, but the other mm-hmm. spouse says, you're not helping me. You know, you're making things yeah. worse for me. It's it's quite a realistic kind of view, but uh, in Chinese, is a, a phrase: the more you help, you know, the the more trouble was, you cause. Yeah. You know, right, and and right. I think I, I know I know the saying. I know. Yeah, the saying. <laughs> and and you know that that sort of thing goes on right in this show as mm-hmm. well. So th- I think that's what people were responding to. To be honest, in the story that they're trying to tell, she is a very important mm-hmm. part of this story because mm-hmm. she represents. To both guys, right? Okay, she's mm. more than just a symbol, but she is also a symbol. But she represents to both guys that 
prize of respectability. She is like mm-hmm. she is like a symbol of respectability. You know, so yes, correct. She's an elite detective. Her family is just from a great family. That's right. right. She's got, yeah, she yeah. checks the list. Yeah. So Junmo, mm. you know, for him, he's got he's got her, and he wants the respectability, but he hasn't really achieved it. Okay. Mm. Uh, Kicho wants respectability. He thinks he can get it with her, right? So mm. having this girl will change his life forever. He will be happy. Mm. He will do the right thing. All right. And mm. in the end, we know that that's not. That's not true. Now there are a lot of spiritual, theological things going on in this show as well. So you know,、mm. because Kicho is was brought up religious, right? So he's crosses,、yep. you know, in his car, his, you know, his office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very interesting. I thought. I thought it、yeah. was a very interesting. I I thought so too.、Um, so there's、mm. a lot of this Christian iconography and references to、yes. Christian things. So I find it really interesting that that aspect as well. So that's part of the reason、mm. why I, I think quite highly of the show. Right on that on that sort of symbolic level, right? There's a symbolic web in that in the show as well. Do you have anything else you want to say?、Mm, not well, really. I mean, you've I pretty much agree with what you've said. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and I I like your interpretation of the ending as well. I, but I mean, my initial reaction was that of surprise and a little, uh, I don't know, a little sad. I mean, because of everything that happened. But I kind of reconciled myself with the ending at the end. Of, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, you know, there was a message that the writer was trying to tell. You、yeah. know. Especially after what you've said, yeah. yeah. So I would say twelve episodes is the perfect length, right? It wasn't. Probably. But what did you? Yeah. Um, what did you think about? Okay, so, you know, there were so many. You know, Ji Shangwood said this in one of his interviews, right? He was saying that you know he was so、uh, happy with the fight scene and everything, and he was hoping that everybody would talk about it. You know, but he said that everybody just ended up talking about his kids with the young girl BB, <laughs> right? So I think that's that's part of the problem because everybody is just focusing on、yes. these potential rom- this and this entangled romance, right, between the 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 four people. Yes. You know. Yes. And、um, but I think the show is beyond that, right? Yeah. 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 It's it, it the the real for me the real、um, plot or the real heart of the show is the relationship between Junmo and Kicho. Right. I think so. so that's how well, I、yeah. felt about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but on online, people were just very fascinated with this potential romance. Did Junmo fall for you know the young girl? You know, is that why he let her go? <laughs> Things like that. So it's quite interesting. Yeah. You have to blame K Drama Land for that, don't they? Because they have to put yes romance into things that sometimes they don't need to. In this case, it's fine.、Uh, I don't mind it in this case. But you know, people come into K dramas with romance lenses. It's it's impossible,、yeah. I think, for people to just chuck that.、Uh, but、mm-hmm. I've noticed even in shows where there's no romance at all. I mean, there is some UST, maybe some hints. You know, even Revenant,、yes. for instance. Like you know, people <laughs> like to read romance into that too. And I'm just like,、mm, mm. you know, I I don't know. I mean, maybe there is, but maybe not with the guy. It's everyone、like、the thinks, voice, right? It's like a voice, you know. The- The four seasons of voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the poor female lead has、yeah. been tr- has been romantically linked with every single detective. Right, right. So it's very、uh, hard for like, people. I, know, I don't know for some reason it's very hard for people to watch a show and just take、mm. these relationships as being working relationships or dynamic.、Mm. And then, but sometimes with American shows, the、yeah, Western series. Yeah, sometimes、know? it's yeah. not the fault of the viewers. Okay, sometimes、mm. it's the fault of. The dramas themselves, 
right they tease things out yes and they tease things out and they use people with great chemistry and they they film it in such a way that people can see tension and all this sort of stuff so sometimes Mm. it's not the audience's fault um Mm. you know k-dramas like to do that sort of stuff to to keep people watching even though there's really no need yeah but it's true i think i think because um this show had elements of romance that it's it, it's got gotten so much yeah. attention. I mean, yeah. if I were to compare it to... Because I just started Evil Live, which I also think is a very similar sort of... A, yeah, we can come know, to it, that one later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, so, so it, it's the, the... So online, you can see that people are talking about the worst of evil, right? There's yeah. so many, there are a lot of fans. Partly yeah. because it's Ji Chang Wu as well, yeah. and Wee Ha But it's a waste because, you know, with Evil Live... Yeah. You know, I don't think it's getting the kind of. Uh, but I'll, I'll I'll talk more about that later. Why yeah, I think yeah. it's not getting the kind of yeah yeah a response it should. Yeah, you know. because the the next one that I want to talk about is the kidnapping day mm. because that also just oh. finished too, and okay. we both saw it. I, did you watch I the end? You finished yes. it. Okay. Yes, I finished yeah. from yeah. I didn't. I did not write anything for the ending because I thought okay, everybody said whatever I wanted to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but okay. no, but I, I I don't know. I don't love it as much as some people. I would say. I mean, I don't love it as much as uh, uh, some people in our community and even some people on Twitter on on X, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was a okay show, but really the plot was very thin. You know, for a twelve episode drama. It was driven by the relationship between the young girl and Yun Kei Sang's character, mm. right? Um, I'm fine with that, yeah. but I thought that maybe they could have shortened this. Twelve was way too much, right? And mm, mm. the worst part was we knew who the, who the bad bad guys are, right? Yeah. yeah? So yeah. so there was nothing. It was nothing. There was nothing mysterious about it, yeah. you know. And I think okay, I'm gonna get black for this but anyway yeah <laughs> it's okay sure. <laughs> i i had this um okay at first it's really cute how clever she was the young girl and i have to say props to her this young girl her name is yuna yeah and i think she's a very promising young actress and i thought she yep. did an amazing job on the show yeah um and i thought it was really cute that she was the one uh, you know she, she was the brains of the show which is fine right and um okay so initially was cute the way she talked to yun kei sang's character but after a while, it kind of got to me because I'm like thinking, hello, you're the adult here. You know, shouldn't you push back a little, right? Yeah. So throughout the show, Yoon Kesa had zero character growth. Uh, he was a really good person. You know, I appreciated him. He had a really good heart. But he did not, you know, there was no change in their relationship dynamics. It was the same from start to finish. And that bothered me. I don't know why it didn't bother other people. Yeah. 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 So I don't know what what did you think? Yeah, I feel the same. I mean, you know how I felt feel because uh-huh. I've written everything down. I had quite a few problems yeah, yeah, with so the I, show. Yeah, I read what you read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I as a maybe eight episode, nine episode drama, I think it would have been good. Uh, yeah. I ended up watching the show, persevering through the show because of uh, Park Sang Hoon's character, the detective. Me too. Right. <laughs> So I I liked his character a lot. Yeah, he he was he was smart. Yeah, he was you know basically very shrewd and he knew what was going on very early on. He yes, and he asked right. all the and right he was, questions. He you know exactly. when he's interviewing suspects, he asked all the right questions. So he was very mm. well written in my view. My my yes. biggest problem is like you said, Yoon Kai Sang's character. Now Yoon Kai Sang mm. is 
actually very good in this. He's very funny. Oh yes, he is. He's, he's, yeah, he's you know funny. his and, comedic and timing is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, his, yeah. his comedic timing is like, excellent. But as you say, he's very one note, and the problem is that the show wanted this girl, right, uh, Rohi, to mm-hmm. be this genius. Okay, so she's a genius, and she's got this amazing mm. IQ. Right, mm. but, and the show doesn't want her to be upstaged at any point in the show. Right, so that's mm. that's why they are very slow to work with the police. You know, they spend mm. the time running around. You know, first she's panicking over, you know, the fact that a cop could be involved in these murders. Okay, right. all right, I understand that rationale. There's some justification for being concerned. You know, mm. but she, oh, I think it's overdone. The, yeah. the sort of dynamic between them, the, the sort of uh, <sighs> dumb dad, smart child mm. dynamic was overdone for me anyway. Yep. I'm not a fan of the, the sort of the dumb dad thing anyway. The dumb dad trope is not, mm. a f- I'm not a fan of that in general. I was okay. I mean, yeah. it's okay initially, but yeah. your, your characters need to show some growth, right? Yeah. So there it crossed the line for me. Yeah. I mean, the, she's quite disrespectful. I can understand... Mm her initially being a bit disrespectful because she doesn't know his intentions and also yes. a little bit disrespectful to, to villains because she's not sure what their intentions are either. But, you know, to keep it up and to just hurl insults, after a while it just got old. You know, even with... Um, yes, especially towards the end Sung when Yun. she was talking to Park yeah. Sung Hoon's character That's right. and all that. I thought... Yeah. I mean, okay, um, yeah. even if she was a genius child, it doesn't make sense that in Korea that... Uh, even kids who are very clever would have been taught. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I thought. Yeah. Uh, would have been taught a lot of manners, you know, where this whole um, uh, what do you call that formal versus informal talk is concerned, right? Yeah. There was there's this very uh, clear, distinct thing about respecting your elders, you know, not calling them, not talking to them as if they are on the same level as you are. Maybe so I thought, okay, this is a bit strange. Maybe they're yeah. saying that she didn't get much parental guidance. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe there was a lot of focus on her intelligence, on her gaining education, but not being taught manners, yeah, right? Like, yeah. I guess that was what they were saying. But it was beyond that. They were trying to, they kind of glorified the fact that because she was so clever, she managed to fool, you know, she saved herself and she saved him. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That kind of, that was a bit strange for me. I don't know. I don't, it just didn't work for me that way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a few things didn't work I, I, for I me either. I started off really so. liking the show. I started off really liking the show. Yeah, but towards the end, it wasn't. I don't know. I, I wasn't as impressed. Yeah, I, I was very frustrated with the show right from the start. And then when things okay. got a little bit better after episode four, I thought, oh well, mm. that's good. But then you know they fall back into old patterns. So yeah. I so think. So she brought in Park character earlier. Yeah, I think they should be collaborated yeah. a lot earlier. I mean, his his Correct. his character was introduced very early on. But to, mm. it's frustrating watching, you know, these three people who should be collaborating and getting answers together, mm. working in, you know, separately and yeah, being were, sent on wild goose chases. And yeah, I just, I found that very frustrating to watch, particularly yeah. because as a member of the audience, I already know most of the key details. That's right. And, you know, they don't provide a whole lot of answers at the end that I didn't know, like, several episodes before. So that, mm. That's the problem, I think, with this show. Mm. Now, a lot of people mm. responded, obviously, to the relationship between Rohi and... Uh, what's his name again? Myung-jun. Now, it's very sweet sometimes. I, I agree with that. It's quite endearing. You know, he really cared mm. about her. He, he was a, a, 
a good fatherly figure in many ways. But I yeah, just... and she needed him as well. I mean, he yeah. she was a, he was a, he gave her the sort of love that she lacked. Yeah. Which I, okay. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. But there's so much. There's so little common sense. I mean, for a man who's already raised a child on largely yes. on his own. So I don't understand this lack of common sense that he showed a yes, lot of exactly. the time. He, he, yeah, he didn't. It wasn't. It was a bit strange, right? Because his daughter's so well brought up. Yeah, you know, and he he raised her as a single father. He brought her to work. She was well behaved. So obviously, he knew how to he knew how to handle a young girl that age. So even with someone like who, I'm just wondering is it, if it's because he's behaving like that because of his guilt. Well, that's part of it, he, I think. That's partly, yeah, partly that. But he does push yeah, a, guilt push and, back a little bit now and again, mm, you know. Mm. And he does say to her, "Look, we can't keep running like this," which is true. Mm, and mm. he does push back a little bit, but I think he needs to push back a lot more. Look, honestly, she's very lucky that he found her, because it could be yeah. a lot worse. It could be someone else, and mm, she could mm, be in a I, worse state of affairs. I think she kind of mm. acknowledges that towards the end, but. The sass that she needs to put on all the time, mm. Um, mm. you know. After a while, it gets a bit jaded. I feel a bit, yeah, it gets a bit old and jaded. Yeah, sometimes it's quite funny. It was occasionally funny at the start. That's why, as I say, eight to nine episodes. That's why twelve episodes, like you said, is too long because mm. a lot of the jokes yeah, start to get very old. You know, if you just it keep telling the same yes. jokes over and over, and then a st- with a, st- a plot that's not that convoluted to begin with it pretends that there's mm. a convoluted plot but there is the but plot it, it itself isn't, isn't, it, it isn't yeah. yeah they should have brought in Kim Chong Rook's the wife's character a little bit earlier as well have her play a bit more you know like the last the, I mean I understand um, that it's it's a, it's a circle of things right correct it all started with her character yeah. you know and it would end with her character as well you know the, the trauma that she went through right being yeah. raised by this scientist stepfather you know, yeah. so I just thought maybe they should have brought her character in earlier. Yeah. yeah, it would have been a much more enjoyable watch. I found myself laboring through the episodes, but I did it because I really like Park Sun Hoon. Yeah, you know, so I like to watch his shows, and I thought that he was such a great copier. Just like yeah. he was like, I think it was an extension of his his character and not others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he was terrific. Yeah, it's yeah. a shame. I mean, you know that um, the show had potential for sure to be something quite quite good but yeah no oh. it wouldn't it it's not the masterpiece that i'm hearing i mean this is what masterpiece gets thrown around the internet no, far no, no, too no. much I, I'm, I'm very very <laughs> careful about saying every show is a masterpiece oh, like... said that about every show that i'm uh, people have very different definitions of what masterpiece yeah, is but yeah i just... definitely not you know yeah i i think <laughs> i think you have to see a lot more television before i think that word should be used you know i, I don't exactly. think it should fall off people's mouths so readily but if you found it heartwarming i can understand why you would you know there is there is that element of (laughs) (laughs) so anyway yeah i'm a bit critical about all of that stuff i just sometimes look at it i think it's it's also a bad thing to overhype a show because when Mm. other people come in later to watch the show and they look at all these reviews all these comments Mm. they will think oh this is a great show and then they watch it and they go but this is not a masterpiece, you know. So it's it's better not to, I think, overhype anything, uh, you know. And and I have to be careful too with my dearest. I'm I'm trying to not overhype it 
I mean, it does have things yeah, that I, I don't I'm like about. Yeah, yeah, I actually but think I'm it's a great show. A masterpiece yet. Yeah, but until, <laughs> until I see the ending, I'm gonna I'm gonna yes. keep that word to myself. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. it's a very good show, though. I mean, so far it's very good. I mean, okay, some people don't like it because they say the politics is dry. I mean, I read that right on our thread. There's so but, little politics yeah. in it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's hardly all, any politics. The central central driving force of the show, isn't it? It still is. You know? Yeah. Even the politics is minimum as, as far Very as I'm minimal. And I thought the politics was important given the time that they were living in. So yeah, that's how of course I see it is. It. Yeah, it plays very well into the show. I mean, I don't know. So you see, that's the problem, right? So different people do <laughs> <things> differently. <laughs> For me, I, I kind of I, I don't mind a bit of politics with this historical dramas. I think they're necessary. It's to right? be expected. It's not, you won't understand the uh, the the motivations of the exactly. Characters. There's a context yeah. in which all these things occur. You need to know mm. the context, otherwise, it doesn't make sense. It's it's not a mm. romance drama. You know, it's not just a romance drama. It's a historical drama, and history yes. has politics in it. Yes. That's the context in which all of these the relationships are, are interacting. So, mm. of course, you have to have politics. In fact, I think there's too yeah, little politics. For especially me, in this there's case, not enough. Right? Especially in this yeah. case, for my dearest, because yeah. uh, it's politics that separates them a lot of times, right? The yeah. war, yeah. right? Yeah. Him having to follow the exiled crown prince, you know, yeah. uh, her post-traumatic, uh, post-war experiences, yeah. you know, it's it's all politics, right? Yeah. The the problem is for me, there's not enough politics, especially on the Manchu side, right? The, the you need to know the motivations of this princess to mm. see more of that politics on that side, so that you can understand why she's acting the way she's acting. What's going on, you know, the, the power struggles and, and recently there was a change of um, change of King. kings and stuff. Emperor. Emperors. Emperor. Yeah, Khan? change of leadership, know, shall we say. There was a change yeah. of leadership. So yeah. that's actually really important because it does affect, mm. it affects the people who are living in Shenyang, you know, the people who, uh, the crown prince in particular, his position yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So politics, it's, oh, it's important. They're all historical drama. So... Um, and mm. the obstacles, as you said, you know, come about because of historical reasons, historical yep. happenings, events, etc. Mm. Yeah, I'm okay with the amount of politics at the moment, right? And I think, um, I think because there's just so much to tell. You know, the the problem is that the there's so many characters here. Yep. You know. Yep. Yeah. So so there's there's a, I think they don't have it. I don't know. Also, I'm wondering whether because of, I mean, you know, the Koreans generally are a little bit apprehensive about talking too much about the Qing dynasty or, you know, non-Korean bits of the history. So yeah. I don't know, maybe the, the director is trying to be careful, right? Because, uh, you know, sometimes shows get cancelled for, for the wrong reasons, yeah. I don't, I don't think I'd worry so much about the Qing dynasty or saying anything derogatory about them. You know, mm. especially they're quite fair about it, and they're quite fair about mm. what's going on in their own country at the time as well. Mm. So mm. I don't think they're, they're that concerned about that, uh, and concerned mm -hmm. about their sort of neighboring country. You know, other markets. You know, selling this product to other markets. I don't think they have to worry about that mm. at all. Right. Right. Um, mm. So, but yeah, for me anyway, it's. It's still a good show. 
Um, it's oh, yeah. probably so far the best thing I've seen all year. And I don't say that lightly because I've been very, very critical about lots of shows. They all start off well and then they kind of fall apart at the end. So it's, it's in, in the last few years, I've just had a huge struggle with Korean dramas. You know, I, I just struggle with the way, you know, some of the plots are constructed and, and some of the mm. setups are, you know, are not, okay, you get all these setups, but no, not enough payoff. So all these sorts yeah. of problems I'm having with Korean drama. So if I think, you know, this is a good show, I, I, I'm being sincere about it. You know, I'm not prone yeah. to exaggerating either. So, you know, I'm mm. not, I'm, well, I don't I, watch I shows show entirely. Yeah. I don't watch shows entirely on emotion. I also mm. look at what the show is doing as well. So, I mean, for me, that's, mm -hmm. that's the thing. But what did you think of the last couple of episodes in particular? Do you have any thoughts about mm. that? Oh, I thought it was... Okay, so I was a little bit nervous okay, about this. Because given the century, the time that they were in, and with, uh, with her being married, I was thinking, oh man, how are they going to get her divorced from that guy. You know, yeah. I was a bit worried because I don't know if it was going to be easy. You know, because I'm like thinking, okay, because as it is when they, when she was not married, right, and they they had that one night in that room, okay, you know, and be before she, you know, decided not, you know, she, she was going to, going to run off with him, right? This was at the end of uh, part one. People were saying that, oh, that's adultery. I'm like, oh, wow, how is that adultery? But anyway, okay, so they're saying that she's, being adulterous, right? Um, because she's pledged to be married to one man and here she is with another man. You know, she kissed this other guy. And, okay, I understand, okay, given the context of those days, yeah, maybe, okay, I can understand the concern. So now it's worse here because she's actually married, right? <laughs> and I'm like thinking, okay, how is she going to overcome this and be with Jiang Hyun? You know, so I, I, I was so happy that, okay, I was the happiest person when I found out the husband took another wife. I thought yep. that was very clever of the writer. Yeah. You know, and I just love that. Okay, I think in this last two episodes, it was... Um, I feel that as, as viewers and people who supported the pair, you know, we, we've, we've, we've come to this point where we've earned these moments of them together. I mean, you know, throughout the show, they've been together... I was just reading the history. They started in 16... 1635 or something 1636 mm, right uh, yep. this is when yeah i was i was going through some of the korean threads so this started around 1635 so that's when they first met each other and by the time that he will see her in episode 17 which is this weekend it would be 10 years later 1645 so their love story spanned 10 years right but you know the the amount of time they've been together is very little yeah right? but yet the love story is really strong okay yep. So yeah, this is truly. I mean, it's, um, so so I, I like I like how everything's played out in the last two episodes. I thought it was great, you know, and I think again, once again, you could see what a strong character she is. I think the writer put a lot of heart in writing Gilche's character. I think she was probably the most developed character in this show. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, she has a really good arc. I really love that scene uh -huh. where she said to him. You know, after thinking about things she said to him in the past, there was a flashback of something oh, yeah. she said oh, to him on so the book. Yeah. And she said, oh, I was, I was such an idiot, yeah. wasn't I? Or, you know, I was, I was pretty mm. silly and said silly things. I, I think that's, that's an indication that she has really progressed. You know, I'm glad that she found yes. out that he came to save her, that he did yes. all the things 
Yes, it was, was not her husband, right? It was him who mm. saved her at that island, you know? He almost lost his life. I've been waiting for that moment, you know? So, finally. So, did I did I read correctly? Or did I remember mm. wrongly? But I don't think mm. she knew that... She didn't... She never knew that Jung Hyun rescued her, right? I, I think he, she only he, just he found out. He did say at one time that, no, I came to save you, but I think... But she you, didn't believe him, right? Yes, she didn't believe him. Yeah. This was towards the end of part one. Yeah. He came to say that, you know, I saved you, but I don't think she believed him. Yeah, she thought he was trying to convince her to stay and... Correct. By giving mm. that as a rationale and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh, she didn't realize the... how. How how much he, oh, that he he lost his life saving her? Yes. I don't think she realized that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think that there were accusations. That he, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. No, she only found out that he was injured or so severely injured that he almost lost his life. He had smallpox and stuff like that mm. saving her. When Rang Yim told her about it, yeah, you know, at the first year. Did the husband? Did the husband ever tell her that he never rescued her? No. He never, he never Because somebody it. told me that he, somebody said to me online that um, he never he said did. that he, he killed off those 17 people, whatever, you know, that group of Mongols. He or... never said it, he never said it, but he, he knew that she thought that he saved him, you know, that kind of thing, right? Like, like he, he allowed her to, right. I think she, yeah. So he How never he this? never disabused her of the notion that that uh, he saved her. Well, somebody yeah, is telling somewhat. me that. Okay, that's why I was a bit confused about that part because I always thought he is never he, told her. No, he never now. told her, but she had this impression because I think through the interactions. But he never clarified. He never clarified what happened. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't he didn't say that he didn't save her either. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that was it. He never addressed it. He never said anything about it. But she was under the impression right. that he saved her. But he never dispelled that. You know, yeah. he never said that someone else came to save yeah, him. That, that's, what I, that's what I thought. But then, yeah, I heard something different in the past few days. I'm thinking, oh, okay. Maybe I remembered wrongly. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure because I, I watch this show very diligently <laughs> as in like yeah, yeah because I, that's I one to... because that's one of the reasons why she married him right that's yeah. it's it's gratitude she was she was she was grateful for a number of things because number one she thought he saved her at the island number two because you know um she she used she she started a business with his help you know she turned around yeah. his business so it gave her uh it helped help helped her family and then he was very good to her family as well. Yeah. So she married him out of gratefulness more than anything else. And yeah. he was interested in her. So, and she was getting old, right? I mean, in those times, if you're not married at a certain age, you know, there's, there's this treasure. There's, what else can a young woman of noble birth do, right? Yeah. Well, it was good to have a know, man around the place. I mean, yeah. considering her father was a bit, you know, doddery and senile and all that she mm. she did need a man around the house i think that's another thing that clinched her decision to marry this guy yes. was yes. that she needed somebody else um around the house to take care of her family you know to to yes. and it's quite understandable it's hard for her yes. to concentrate on so many different things at one time you know unless you yes. you tie the father down right i mean some people yes. have done this i guess even in in our time people like you know yeah. tie up 
people with Alzheimer's to their bedpost or something. But, you know, unless she was going to do that, then, yeah, it's, it was very, very difficult. But, yeah, that, that whole thing with this husband is very interesting because he is definitely framed as some kind of... Um, I mean, you can look at it negatively, which I kind of do. He's a, like an intruder into this relationship. So, mm. you know, he's not really meant for Gilche in a sense. Uh, you yeah. know, that wasn't meant to be, I think, is, is kind of the suggestion. Or whether he was mm. a stopgap kind of, some someone in the interim to, to help things along. Right. So you could see him as that as well. If On the more positive mm. side, he was someone there to help her mm. when things got tough, you know, when mm. Zhang Hian wasn't around. So you could we could see that. In, in those two ways, can interpret his role in this story in, in those ways. But he certainly oh. doesn't belong long-term with her because he's such a, a man of his time. You know, he's a very conventional oh. Chosan man. Oh. Whereas she's not a conventional Chosan woman. And neither yeah, is actually Zhang Hian. He's not a conventional Chosan man either. You know, the, the way that the leads are set up is that they are not conventional for that period and yeah. it works really well I think the the problem is a lot of shows you know where you have um, I guess these time time travel ones where the female is not conventional to the time period and then mm. all the men fall in love with her which is very weird in a sense right I mean they, mm. they sort of mm. like her intelligence or her liveliness but in the end none of them can hold on to her because of the fact that she doesn't actually belong in that belong place, to the era, yeah. yeah, and that's oh, that's the Moon Lovers, uh, Scarlet Heart story. Whereas, yeah, in in this case, you know, the 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 writer has quite cleverly, I think, set up the leads as being both, you know, people out of the box thinkers or you know people who are not mm. really like everyone else. They are different. Yeah, from... they they don't fit society. Yeah. They don't fit the society of that time. Yeah. but they are from that time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they—I mean—they do shock people, and they shock each other too, with with mm. their you know audacity and their unconventional wisdom and thinking and mm. all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose Zhang Hyun is written more to appeal to modern sensibilities, you know, and and I think she is too to some degree as well. So everyone yes, else. Yes, I mean, I mean, the <laughs> audience today would—I mean—would probably relate better to characters like that, right? Yeah. I think we have to be careful sometimes because we watch this show and I have to be careful too because I, I, I guess I'm a westernized Asian person and I look at this show and I think with those lenses too, right? Oh. Uh, we're all very westernized that's now, true. you know, and we yeah, value individual liberty and, uh, oh. you know, we respect agency and all that. But the, those people in those days, they have their own views about wh- what a woman should be, how a man should behave, but if you look mm. at the story itself, it is there is a modern t- kind of tinge to it as well. You know that the show yes. is saying that if, if only, if only the government did this. You know, if only people did that. If only we had a guy yes. like Zhang Hyun in, in the corridors of power. You know, if if that's only also, all women were like her. That's yeah. also the social commentary that we're trying to bring in, right? Yeah. Because about. It was running throughout the whole show about a woman's worth being whether she she was touched by, you know, uh, how you define a woman's worth, right? It's about her chastity and things like that. Yeah. You know, what what she can bring in terms of childbirth and, and yeah, what 
her worth is are based on you know what she brings to her husband's family in terms of producing mm. children right offspring yeah. for future generations so there is a lot of that stuff that's going on there too and mm. uh, obviously yeah we need to kind of also look at it from their point of view that okay this is mm. this is how they saw the value of you know the people in that in that um, culture or in that period of time and the, also with the slaves the captives you know the, the value of people yeah. who were taken yeah. captive as well you know the mm. people who didn't ask for war didn't didn't was taken by surprise were taken away by enemy troops mm. so all of that you know you see that yeah look people don't have a lot of agency in those days yeah that's true so, so, so sometimes it, it was frustrating. I mean, as a modern viewer looking in, I mean, talking about agency, sometimes it, it is frustrating because, you know, uh, both Gilchi and Jung Hyun tend to make decisions, you know, for the other person. Yeah. You know? And uh, you're like thinking, oh man, because, you know, in the That's earlier right. part, she decides to break off with him because she thought that was best for him. Right, she didn't want him to be settled with her problems, you know, her family and everything. So that's why she said, you know, even though she initially wanted to run away, she decided at the end that you know, the best way is to break his heart, let him go. And he's doing the same thing here, right? Last yes, in the most recent episode, yes, yeah, it's the exact same thing, right? So, yeah. so you're thinking, oh man, if only the two of them would just communicate. But then I was thinking, okay, I think in those days it was kind of different, maybe, yeah. They are learning to communicate better. I can I can see mm. incremental steps. I mean, you know, baby steps. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, think that true. there Especially is... Especially after the, the, that talk, you know, when she finally decided, found out who he was, mm. yeah. you know, his background. I think that's the first time the two of them had a proper conversation, right? Without them getting angry at each other, you know? I love that conversation that they had on the other side of the door. This is when I thought that he was the most honest with her I'd ever seen him. So when he told her, he, yeah. he said, I don't know when it, you know, when it was. When it all went wrong. Yeah. When it all went wrong. Thank you. And so this, yeah. this is the, the, the conversation. I think he was the most honest. At least it started to break down some walls there. Because yeah. he never really came right out and said to her, you know, really pour out his heart. He's, he's always put on a, a mask in front of her. Yeah. And and people and always like accuse that, her. That whole thing is short. People yeah. always accuse her of of not. I don't know of not being as enthusiastic about their romance as he is. But can, can I also say that he hasn't mm. been very forthcoming too, you know, with what's yes, on his exactly. heart. He plays mind games with her, you know, instead yeah, of coming right out honest. and saying things. He played mind yeah. games with her quite a lot at the beginning as well. So I think yes. to be fair to both parties, we need to be look at the bigger picture and say, look, yeah. he he also said things he shouldn't have to her, you know, and yeah, yeah. He deliberately. Was, he, he had his pride too. He had his pride exactly. Too. He, was, uh, he was, you know, she would ask him for an answer and he would give these, yeah. you know. These vague know, cryptic uh, comments. He would, yeah, he would, yeah right? he would tease her. And then at the end of the day, got her all confused. I mean, I yeah. have to, we have to remember she was a 17, 16, 17-year-old yeah. girl, yeah, yeah. right? When she first met him. Yeah. So how could she possibly understand what a man, he's, he's, he's like a, he's like the man of the world, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, he tends to speak in riddles and, you, but mm. when you look at the boys in her village, 
it, they were very clear about the fact they liked her, they wanted to marry mm. her, or whatever it was. Mm. You know, he, they were very straightforward, simple village boys. You know, whereas mm. he came, he was like, "Oh, I'm very sophisticated, you know, and I'm mm. going to talk in riddles. I'm going to, you know, mess with your head, and I'm not going to come right mm. out and say I like you." You know, he was playing games with her a lot. So yeah. I think you know he is much to blame mm. for you know the I guess the the retardation of their relationship you know the impediments mm. he is as much an impediment yeah. as the history is let's just put it this way mm. you know the yeah, politics yeah. and all I that agree. the culture and the conventions yeah. and all that there were a lot of things working against them being together right uh, partly their own choices right yeah. um how yeah. they yeah how they presented themselves to the other person mm-hmm. partly history you know yeah. so yeah. yeah and he kept but saying I, I thought, to her i mean he kept saying to her too oh let's not get married let's just mm. live together or something like that you know yeah, of course that horrified her i mean that. Yeah. yeah i mean obviously a woman know, of that time that would time. go what you know what's this yeah you know yes cohabitation would never yeah. Would never go down and and yeah. so like what does he think is Did going to happen in those days? yeah get stoned in those days you know it's like what know, are you saying you know what so you can understand why she's so like shocked by him and he of course this is something that he cultivated this is a persona that he liked to cultivate you know that he was Mm. an unconventional guy you know that he didn't believe in marriage permanent uh, sorry permanent pair bonding and all this sort of stuff he just didn't believe that was a pretense that he liked to keep up you know Mm. but when he met the woman that he really liked right he wanted Uh. to spend the rest of his life with yeah, the the that idea of commitment is not such a difficult thing, right? Anymore, you know. Once he mm. met the right woman, he he was willing to commit wholeheartedly. He was mm. doing naughty stuff, you know, to save her life. He came to her rescue mm. when he had smallpox. So all those sorts of things play into it as well. So you know, I know a lot of people like like praise him to the skies because they see what he does, but also he did yeah. he did things wrongly as well. He approached their relationship. Mm. Not in the best way, I think, as well. No. Yeah. I think they were both... Uh, I mean, they were both at fault when it comes to poor communication. I wouldn't say... Yeah, absolutely. Know, just, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. She also... I mean, she, I mean, but I, I don't blame her in a way. Because, like I said, she grew up in a very sheltered environment, yeah. right? Yeah. So, her exposure to the world, so to speak, is very limited. You know, so she she would take everything at face value as well. Yeah. You know, and the war changed everything that you know changed her whole uh, perspective about life. You know, yeah. Definitely. So, but anyway, I, I really I really liked the recent episodes for sure. I thought there was much progress between the two. Yeah. You know, and um, in a way, I I'm quite happy that they cut off that kiss scene towards the. Episode 16? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, episode 16, right? Correct. I'm thinking, okay, because if, if anything went further, ah, she's going to get a lot of flack from <laughs> viewers. <laughs> yes. You know? so it was, yeah. Yes, because you know how it is. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. whatever it is, it is that time. Yeah. You know, it is that time. Historically, it is that time. And yeah. even though the husband is not, not much of a husband to me, right? She was, quote unquote, legally married to him. Yeah. So in yeah. in a way, I so I thought it was very clever of the uh, the author to to do that. Yeah. yeah. Give 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 her some sort of excuse, but she didn't use that as an excuse. Interestingly enough, she just she gave him a way out too. You know, she said, yes. I, "I've just fallen in love with someone else now, and 
I'm mm. asking for this divorce not because mm, mm. you know he took another wife while she was away, but that she was she had fallen for someone else. So give him a reason mm. to give her the divorce, I guess. Mm, so mm, mm. yeah, no, I mean yeah. it's a fascinating show. Look, it's I'm engrossed. This is the, this is one of the few shows in recent days that I'm just completely engrossed in. Um, yeah. The only thing that I think is getting a bit old is probably um, the role of the. Li Chang Ah's character, the 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 Manchu princess, and maybe Rang Yum as well. He's getting a bit, he's getting a bit oh. annoying, uh, frustrating oh. to watch as well. Um, even though I feel sorry for him, I I knew that his background was very sad. But I think I think there yeah. is some growth to his character. Yeah. Like um, I think he finally understands what it means. Because okay, I hope so. I hope Rang so. Yum's character, I mean, obviously he sees. Jung Hyun more than just his a good brother, oh, right? Yeah. There are definitely romantic feelings there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but it's definitely a taboo in those days, and yeah. and I mean, besides it being taboo, also even if if it's not a taboo, right? It's a one sided love at yeah. the end, of the day, yeah. right? It's a one sided yeah. romantic feeling. So, yeah. I I feel sorry for him because um he he seems like a nice you know he he had a very hot harsh childhood, right? But um, I think yeah. the fact that he went back to tell Zhang Hyun about Gil Che, yeah. I, I I thought that I, I saw that as growth on his part. Yeah. You know, it, he he understood what it was to love unconditionally. I, I, I saw to, to I saw it as yes, being growth. But I think he's not realizing. Maybe he doesn't realize it himself that mm. by calling her a curse, that he is not respecting Zhang Hyun's agency. You know, if a man wants to lay down his life for a woman, that is that is something that he chooses to do himself, regardless of what mm. people might think of him. Mm-mm. You know, of what of the woman yep. themselves. You know, this is something mm. that we we have a clash of worldviews going on here. Obviously, I mean, we are talking. You know, uh, we, we're talking here about a worldview that is, I guess, traditional Confucian mm. worldview that's going mm. on here. And then we have a much more Western Christian worldview, you know, where mm. the, the relationships between men and women are framed very, very differently. So yeah, I, I just I just think that, you know, women are seen like to they're, they're seen in a very, very different light, you know, for, for mm. better or for worse. You know, their role yeah. is to produce offspring, etc., and, yeah. and and you know for maybe to, to Rang Yum, you know Jung Hyun is going over the top like he's over the top caring about this woman he's he's giving yeah. her too much attention and all that but in yeah. in a in a much more western christian sort of idea is that you know the husband is to lay down his life for his wife so that that is actually mm. maybe a very radical thing to be saying in those days mm. in, in the 1600s mm. So in in that sort of context and culture, I think for people with westernized eyes looking at this and they think, but there's nothing wrong with it. So that's why I have to keep telling myself, okay, these are people of their time. I've got to, you know, I've got to tell myself too. Our lens has to change. Yeah, we, watching. This. Yes, yeah. we 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 have to stop kind of like thinking, you know, in in that sort of modern Western way. Yep. It's true. We can't help thinking in those ways because that's how we were raised and that's the the water that we drink the air that we breathe Mm. but the in their case i think yeah i can understand to some degree i i I try to be a bit more sympathetic with some of the characters and how they think 
looking back, you can still see, yes, there were not everything in the past was good, right? That's not that's mm. we can't glamorize the past. We can't go back and oh, yes. the good old days. There's no all right. There's no such thing as the good old days. So <laughs> you know, and and I think um, I guess for you know Rangum, you know this this woman stirs up something in Jonghyun that he that frightens him. So oh. I I try and look at it from his perspective, but on the other hand, because he knows Jonghyun really loves this woman, oh. I think he should accord her a little bit more respect than just yeah. to call her a curse, right? Instead of mm. using all these loaded terminology um, and say, oh. look, you know, he really does care about you. I hope that you will, you are deserving or at least, you know, are worthy of that. All that sort of stuff, mm. you know. I know a lot of people don't think that she is worthy of Jang Hyun because we see what he does and she does, she does, until now she didn't know, you know. So a lot of people are mm. just rooting for him, obviously, to get the girl. Mm. But she's yeah. struggling with so many different things. So there's there's a lot of things going on in the show. It's it's very it's a very rich show, and then obviously mm. we bring our own lenses to this, and so it complicates, I think, um, mm. the narrative far more. Now it's yep. not to say we agree with everything all the characters do in the show, but this is the story that they want to tell, and they're so far doing a really good job of telling it. Oh yeah, really good job. Yeah, yeah. I mean. The you can see right because initially I was kind of worried. I was thinking, oh, twenty episodes. I hope it doesn't become draggy. You know, it could be right. Yeah. It can be really draggy. But then I remember this writer. She wrote this show called The Rebel Hong Gildong. It was a very long historical drama as well, and that was also quite well written. But I think my dearest is better. You know, if I were to compare her, compare both shows, right? Because yeah. I've seen she's she's very good at writing these kind of historical. She or he, I don't know, very good at writing these kind of historical shows. You know, and he, she, she or he has this good, has this ability to give a lot of growth to the characters. Yeah. You know, and yeah. yeah, and and is very good at telling stories that span a long time. The Rebel Rebel Hong Gildong that show also span a very long like. I don't know decades, a couple of decades, mm, you know. Mm. Yeah, so so I kind of trust this writer in that sense because that show was quite good. You know, some people didn't like it; they thought it was really long. You know, because it's yeah. historical and has a lot of politics as well. Yeah. yeah. So, but but I thought it was quite quite good. I'm I'm thinking that this writer so far has done a very good job weaving in the history with yeah. the romance. Yeah. 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 Mm. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. So. There's a lot of speculations out there, you know, because after the preview, they were saying that oh, could Gilche be pregnant and things like that. I see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I did yeah. see. I did see one or two comments. Yeah, yeah, about mm. that. But but I, I I saw some of the Korean. I was just. I mean, I'm so engrossed in this show that I actually go through the some of these uh, commentary on YouTube by co- by by Korean viewers or influencers. I would say that not necessarily because it's very unlikely for her to be pregnant at that time, right? And you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But the the drama is very good at teasing you and making you feel <laughs> like, oh, that could be possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is quite unpredictable yeah. in its own way as well. So it it has a yeah, yeah. has a certain sense of unpredictability about it. But there are there mm. are good things. You know, it's it's a good balance of of the dark and the optimistic. So there are. Some mm. very nice optimistic moments, you know, especially with the farming, the harvesting. That that whole sequence that was really lovely, you know, where oh yeah, 
oh, yes. people working together. I like, I like, to bring I like about... the uh, crown prince and crown princess's art. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was really nice. Yeah. yeah. But but historically, it won't end well for them. Yeah, I, I've, so that's I've read that fact. too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I've also yeah, so read I... about that. Yes, I feel bad for them because they, they've done so much good and they have been a yes. buffer. They really have been acting as a buffer, you know, between uh, the Manchurians and, and Chosan. It yeah. is what it is. But, but his, yeah, history is, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's when you have so... a useless king, <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> He was ter- he's terribly useless, isn't he? He's not done a single thing for his people. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a bit confused about... Um, okay, so Yongjun's character goes to this old guy, right? Jiang Chun. Right? Yeah, This yeah. old man. That's Is right. he a revolutionist in his time? Is he? Would, not, would that, I, not that I'm would, aware of. He, he can't be. He's, he's a quite a conservative Confucian scholar. As far as I know, he's a Confucian scholar and he probably did serve in the royal court. So right. that, that's definitely what I got out of the last episode. He so I'm recalled. understanding that they're trying to what the, what the, these scholars are trying to do yeah. is that they are trying to how to say this that they're saying that we should not be bowing down to the Qing dynasty. Is that I mean they're trying to maintain take the country back? Yeah, they're they're trying is to that, maintain a pro Ming stance. They don't have any respect for the Manchurians because they consider them to be barbarians. You know, I mean yes they're not civilized as far as they're concerned they are not civilized people and i can you can see why they think that because they haven't built you know much of a uh, a culture in that sense and and growing things and building things very much you know still i mean they had the longest i think one of the longer dynasties in chinese history so mm. but yeah i i don't think they have a lot of respect for i think from what i've read is that they've paid lip service to the Manchurians. Mm. Mm. As, but they don't like, obviously they don't but like they, them, it, yeah. But in practice, or they, you know, they had no respect for them at all. And I think they just quite stubborn about, you know, holding on to their traditions. And so they refuse right. to... Because I think that's going to play quite importantly into the last few, few episodes, you know. Because... Yeah, I think um, so as I, well. I mentioned this. Yeah, I mentioned this on the forums that um, Jiang Hyun's Jiang Chun is speculated to be Jiang Hyun's father, right? And um, that and that, that that opening scene where you know Jiang Hyun was you know was almost dying at the beach. He was wearing a similar garment yep. to these scholars. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't know how that will play out. Yeah, but but okay. I, but that. He could be, yeah. He could be joining, or he could be supporting what his his father's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the, the, his right. joining this either this group of people. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there was any uprising. Anyway, I think you know they they were powerless to to um, reject you know um, Manchu rule over them. You know, mm. Although, yeah, they definitely yeah. in their hearts, I don't think they ever really um, accepted Manchu rule. I think that's that's that's. But they didn't have a choice, case. right? The Manchurians were strong. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of yeah, yeah, of course. power yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't prepare for any kind of um, large scale battle with mm. uh, with their hostile neighbors at all, which is yeah. why I say the king is useless, or at least try and keep a neutral stance. So that's another way to actually, you know, prevent yourself from being um, taken over 
by hostile yeah. um, invaders. But I think the, the, he, the king was uh, he's always reigning anyway. So I don't know. I don't know what he does <laughs> except for sending his son as a sacrificial lamb. I think there's nothing else that he did. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he had much of a choice in that regard. I don't think he wanted to yeah. necessarily either. But the decisions that they made over that that period mm. of time leading up to the crown prince being sent over as a hostage. Mm. That period, they didn't do much to bolster their defences and mm. build an infrastructure that could mm. help them t- you know, get over this. It's a, yeah, it's a fairly right. conservative society and they, you know, I, I think part of the problem is they rely too much on China, you know, on, on the Ming mm. dynasty. And I think that was part of the problem as well. That's as far mm. as I know. Historically speaking, you know, the his, this is what most I think Koreans think that this king was not one of their best, <laughs> shall we say? Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I so I don't think they were they bother painting him in a good light. No, anyway. no, and Koreans are very yeah. honest about their politicians and their kings. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, as far as they're concerned, there's only a handful of really good ones. Yeah, so they will mm. you know they will tell you that themselves. Anyway, let's uh, mm-hmm. go on to Evil Live. I, I, I uh, assume that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. It's Evil Live yeah, or Evil, evil live. live? I'm not sure. I, I don't know, yeah, because I'm, I'm confused about the spelling and I'm confused about <laughs> why would they use this word when yeah. the original show had a much better... Yeah, I know. Um, Biography I'm of like, a villain or something, is it? Yeah, so, isn't that easier? <laughs> why Evil Live? Uh, yeah. That, make, that <laughs> actually makes, no makes a lot more sense. sense. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... I guess they like to have the word evil in all their titles. It's all these Korean dramas with evil. <laughs> and, and of course, people make jokes about the fact that um, Shin Ha-kyun, you know, like he's got three shows now with the word evil in mm. it, right? So, I know, poor guy. <laughs> less than evil. Then beyond evil. <laughs> no, evil. But he does so well in these shows, though. But I like this show. I like it. it. I've it's watched really one good. I'm surprised at yes. how good it is. I didn't... I, I looked at the thing, I thought, oh... And then I read some comments when... Okay, I'm not sure about this one, but it's Shin Hakun, so I'm gonna try, you know. No, my issue was I couldn't find good subs at first. Yeah. Well, I, w- I was waiting for that too. Yeah, I was waiting for good subs yes. as well. So and... in the first, so the problem is that the only suburb for this show is this cable channel called K Plus Asia, and K Plus Asia is very slow to sub, so they they release their shows. Uh, right, sub, subbing maybe a day or two later. I, I heard what, there is a, a multi-tier release of of episodes. That apparently there's a the VIP there's a VIP tier, and they get the stuff oh, that earlier. Right? That's what I've heard. Uh, that's what I saw on MDL. I think that's what I saw. Because yeah. whatever site I'm using, um, has only six episodes available at the moment. Yeah, you know? and at first the the. The sites were trans. Well, these sites obviously they're not legit, but they were using these uh, translated, auto translated. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. The, the sad Machine thing was that K plus yeah. Asia is not easily available everywhere. Yeah. So you know that. So nobody's watching this. It's not like <laughs> it, at least with my dearest, you have yeah. people like Vicky and all that, which yeah. is rather big, right? Yeah. Yeah. Vicky's yeah. big. You know, even if someone like View or yeah. Aichi took up yeah. the subbing, you know, the the it would have been so much better. It should it should know? have been on I, Netflix. I don't know why it's not on Netflix. Like it's it's up there uh, early. Because the Netflix has spent too much money with all the other shows. Because right now <laughs> there's also Castaway Diva. Yeah, I, I can understand why they would t- do Castaway Diva, which I'm watching it at the moment as well. But 
because that, that is Park Yun Bin. She's a uh, she's I a, know. And, and the writer of Startup. Yeah. So I know yeah. for a fact that you know they would spend the money there. So yeah. I can see that. Plus, yeah. plus you know, Evil Live is a genre that's not easy to. Yeah. And this is not a genre yeah. that's popular, right? And and yeah. Shin Ha Kim is a good actor, but he's not the kind of actor that maybe this generation would watch as much. Yeah, you know? I I think I think yes because he's not a um he's closer to our age, right? I think he's not a pretty boy kind of actor, right? He's not mm, he's not mm. Ji Chang Wook kind of good looking, you know that sort of stuff. So yes, correct. So Ji Chang Wook, yeah. Ha Jun, you know, I can yeah. completely understand why a big yeah you know someone like Disney Plus would go for that. Yeah. You know, where else for Shin Ha Kyun in that sense? He, he, I mean, people who who watch K drama for years, well, yeah. people like us anyway, right? Yeah. Then we will pr- probably appreciate you know how good a, of an actor he is. Yeah. You know the kind of shows that he's done. Yeah. Yeah. So so the 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 big uh OTT platforms or the big street uh streaming platforms would probably go for younger actors. You can see the shows that's being shown. They will go for the younger cast. You know, yeah. those in their thirties, the twenties, the so called A listers, yeah. right? Even if the show is not going to be, you know, the the plot like like there's a new one coming up, Netflix, right? I think Song Kang's drama, My Demon. I mean oh, the plot yeah. is nothing Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a um, fantasy romance with contract marriage. I mean, I don't mind all those things, but I'm yeah. not. It's not going to be a mind blowing plot. Yeah, I can yeah, tell you for a fact. Yeah. yeah, I can. You can see that already. But Netflix knows this is going to sell. Well, yeah, with yeah. Evil Live, yeah, it's not a genre. But well, so they've got to have a balance. Good. I mean, I know that Netflix has to have a balance of different genres, don't they? They can't just stick to one particular type. Mm. So I I, mm-hmm. I can understand. I mean, but they have been showing a lot of light-hearted shows. So it's not like they only show heavy detective type dramas, you know, crime dramas. Mm. But I don't know Netflix yeah. hasn't been. I don't know the the the, the shows that they've picked. I've yeah. not really liked any of them this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I watched Juna. That was oh, okay. That was not. It was not memorable as far as I was yeah, concerned. I, I didn't think. Um, I didn't. I didn't think it was yeah, my yeah, cup no, of tea. No, anyway, looking at the synopsis. Yeah, it was not. But but it was it was just eight episodes. It was short. And then my mom was watching it in the living room, so I kind of sat down with her, and you know, we just went through it very quickly. Oh yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't memorable in that sense. Um, yeah. Uh, there are a lot of shows that they've taken on, which I thought were very average, you know, in yeah. terms of storytelling. In yeah. fact, I thought Disney Plus were better in selecting their shows. Yeah, I have to say, you in know, the recent months, year. in recent months, I yes. haven't watched much from Netflix at all. I've I barely yeah. watched any Korean Same. shows. That means I mean I I'm yeah. talking about Korean shows. I've watched some um Me too. Western media, but I haven't watched any. I barely watched any Korean show though. I think the last one was the. The time called you, is that the one? A time yes, called I you. Yes, I watched that as well. Yeah, yeah I watched. I, watched I skipped well. around a bit. That, I mean, that wasn't. Yeah, yeah that, that wasn't no, like. But that's not. Yeah, I mean, that's not mind blowingly good. Of, yeah, no, it's not right, that I'm great. Not, I'm not thinking about it anymore after yeah. that. It was nice. I mean, for yeah. someone who's not seen the original like me, I th- thought it was a nice show, but it's not something that I would dwell yeah. on. Yeah. You know, um, where else? I thought Disney Plus has some better offerings this year, which I yeah. really liked. Like number one, I loved Made Please the Court. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was um, Lee Min's uh, detective show, The Shadow Detective, yeah, which yeah. I really enjoyed. There, there's quite right? a few and good then, ones, isn't it? Yeah, they 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 yeah, come up with and then a few of good ones. Worst of Evil. Yeah. yeah, the worst of evil, and even moving, even though I don't call it the drama of the year, it wasn't a bad show, yeah. right? So, so yeah. I thought they had better selection of shows. Yeah. Compared to, 
compared to Netflix. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Netflix just I don't know. They're banging on these. They are um how to say this they're, they're resting on these big names, right? Yeah. 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 I'm I'm wondering their favorites, yeah. what their rationale is. Yeah. It's quite it's kind of interesting, you know, how they decide mm. what to fund or what to buy for their catalog and, mm. and, and what because I'm subscribed to Disney Plus and I think I have mm. it for another two weeks anyway. So mm. I looked around and I watched um, a little bit of Big Bet and a bit of Arthdal Chronicles as well, just you know, mm. just to see what it was like. So yeah, they do mm. have quite a few things um, in their selection, which for this year I think it's not bad and the worst of evil. And, oh yeah, the last thing I finished on Netflix was the Uncanny Counter season two. Yeah, I, th- I did. Oh, uh, that was that not so good for me as well. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that I one like I finished. So much, yeah, it was not as good as the first season, obviously, but it's yeah. not it's not that bad either. So I think it was too long, you know. I think they could have done it in like eight, nine episodes. I think that would have been better for the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, I don't know, Evil Live. Of, uh, yeah, Evil Live. So, I don't know. I thought, okay, so Evil Live. Well, I've only watched the first episode, but I like this interesting dynamics between Shin yeah. Ha-kyun's character and Kim Yong kwangs character, right? Because... And it's very interesting because I think Shin Hakun's character is going to turn. He's a good guy right now. Right? Yes. But he's yeah. getting desperate. And he takes yeah. on this job which he's not supposed which he knows in, in, intuitively that it's wrong. Yeah. Right? His instincts tell him that this is bad news. Yeah. But because of the situation, you know, yeah. what happened to his wife at work and all that. So yeah. he t- decides to take on the yeah. the job, right? And yeah. I'm very interested to see how things play out between him. So he's Hang Dong Su, correct? Yeah. Right. Shin Hakun is Hang Dong Su, and I would like to see how things play out between him and Seo Do Yong, Seo Do Yong, right? Which is a uh, Kim Yong Kwang's character. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I I like their scenes together. There's this this very interesting tension that you know. Yeah. yeah. No, so it's, it's, it's good. It's very well done. I think it's it's actually, oh. I'm much more engrossed in it than I was with uh, the Worst of Evil. Uh, I think right. partially because Shin Hakun is such an amazing actor. I mean, honestly, mm. the guy, the guy becomes the character. You know, he he's oh, not yes. acting. Like you know, some of the yes. some of the younger actors, they're good, but they're acting. He's not acting, oh, oh. quote unquote. Oh. You know, he is the character. And the other person mm. that's similar is is Lee Jun Gi as well. He is he mm. becomes the character. I I'm I'm not a f- fan of that kind of fantasy show, but Lee Jun Gi in that Arthur um, Chronicles. He mm. he is really good in it as well. Like, I'm I don't know if I'm going to continue with it. I just watched a couple episodes, but I was curious, you know. But he is so good. It reminds me of why I like him so much. He just takes on the persona of this character, and it's the same with Shin Hakun. You know, he's do- mm. he's doing this clumsy lawyer thing. He, he's very smart, actually. The, the, this character is actually quite intelligent, but because he's a he good is, guy, he gets bullied yeah, by other people. He gets he gets yeah, forced into things. Right? He's I think he was let go from his company because he refused yes, to I, I go know, along think, with something. Yeah, he stood up to something. Yeah, right? he stood yeah, up he stood to something. something. So he's a good guy, but things bad things are happening to his family, right? And so he feels mm. very pressure. He's in a pressure cooker at the moment, and so he, you know, is being forced to do things because he needs money and all this sort of stuff. Like, yeah, when he turns, it's I think it's a Breaking Bad kind of storyline. You know, it's like that, um, that American series possibly. Breaking Bad. Yeah, and mm. I feel like that's coming on. But, you know, mm. so you, bit by bit, you see his darker side coming to the fore already. And mm. so 
I don't know where you're up to in the show. You only watched one episode. I'm so. only I'm only done the first episode because oh, okay. I really yeah. didn't have time yeah. last week. And you'll see yeah, so... his darker side coming to the world. But he's actually quite an intelligent guy. You know, he's quite mm. smart and he's a bit of a planner as well. Honestly, mm. it's the 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 acting is really good. I mean, the guy who plays the gangster Do Young, what's his name again? What's the actor? Kim Young Kwang. Yeah, Kim Young Kwang. He's Kim good. Yong-Kwang. He's very good as well. So he's not as young as he used to be. <laughs> So, oh, he's, 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 he's in his late 30s? He's 36 yeah. or something like that? Yeah, yes. mid to late so 30s. So he's grown quite... Yeah, he's, so, been, he's been in the industry for so long as well. Yeah. yeah but so he's quite I menacing. He's, yeah, he's actually quite a menacing figure in this show. Yeah. A psychopath yeah. as well. So, you know... He, played, he, he did somebody in... I think ever since he played somebody in Netflix. <laughs> he's been trying... He, he, plays, he always plays very interesting characters. Because I, I, he's one of these uh, actors that I love. Um, simply because he never plays straight up good guy roles, yeah. you know. Yeah. He's played these characters where he's a smarmy prosecutor. You know, you don't know whether you want to slap his face or not. He's right, good at right. things like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then even when he plays the good guy, like in one show, he played this. Uh, it, he was a good guy there, but he was such a loser kind of chibo, <laughs> you know, useless son. Right. You know? Right. But, right. Yeah. So, yeah. but they did some redemption to his character, and then yeah, of good. course in the last show the show that I really like call it love right he was this um, in that show he was this really sad character you know yeah. he was always depressed you know yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, so so he places a, a, a variety of roles so yeah. I'm very so I think of late he's been taking on these uh, evil psychopathic characters yeah he seems to like them yeah, <laughs> yeah he doesn't mind not playing the romantic I, I think he's also because before, he yeah. they like the challenge but but the thing yes. the thing about actors like him, you know, like him mm. and uh, Shin Jae Ha and mm. Lee Ha Jun, for instance, all these guys, mm. Mm. they are quite happy to play unlikable characters or or antagonists. Yeah, because like, like, then Jung, they can Jung be Hyuk, part of Jung Hyuk, you know, Jung Hyuk does yeah, that too. So that mm. they can be part of a good script, right? A good show. Mm. They're, they're more interested yes. in being part of a good show and a good script rather than being the male lead. I mean, yes. Shin Jae Ha could be the male lead in in, in the he rom com. He's a he's he's mm. probably better than most actors his age. Yeah, he's, he's got that pretty boy. Yeah, he's look. he's got the looks. Yeah. He he has the chops. He's got the charisma, right? So he mm. he could do it, but he chooses to be in all these shows where he's not the main mm. character, but he's in a good script, yeah. and I yeah. I have respect for that. So it's mm. the same when We Ha Jun. He could be the male lead, you know, and mm. people are clamoring for him to be the male lead. Right, and he will mm. be in the next one of the you know one of his future projects. But he's <laughs> yeah. but he is more yeah, interested. Story, he's <laughs> more interested in being in a good role, in a good mm. script than being the male lead. And I think that is actually a really good philosophy to have, you know, for for an actor. Mm. I I know mm. that there's some act like Rowan for everybody wants to make him a male lead, you know, and he's he's yeah. got the charisma for it definitely. And he's not a yeah. bad actor, but there's a lot of, mm. you know, young guys being pushed at the forefront, right? To mm. and everybody's trying to make them into a male lead. But maybe you should just hold them back a bit, you know, and let them do mm. other projects, and then build their acting skills before pushing them out to become male leads. Mm. You know. Um, anyway, that's a few well, of in, them. In, in, in yeah, in Evil Live, both Shin Jae Ha and Kim Yong Kwan said the reason why they took on this show was because they just wanted to work with Shin Ha Kim. Oh. Yeah, that was their absolutely. number one reason. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> yeah, I can understand I can that reason. Both of them. Yeah, it's yeah, very cute yeah. When I see the press con, they both don't have much love and respect for Shin Ha Kyun. He is. Know, so, yeah. Shin Ha Kyun is one of 
South Korea's best actors. You know, uh, some people would probably think yes. he is their best. I would say uh, I would be hard pressed to choose between a few, but I mean, you know, Lee Sung Min is, is also him really. And Lam Min, maybe. <laughs> you know, for me, yeah, it's there's yeah. a handful of them that are up there. You yeah. know, and and yeah. Lee Sung Min is one of them. Um, Jung mm. Hyuk's one of them. Like Lam Gun Ming's one of them. Uh, oh, yeah. Shin Ha Kyun is one of them. You know, so mm. yeah. <laughs> Actually, Sun Su Koo, yeah. I'm beginning to feel is one mm. of them too. So he's really, yeah. he's so good. He is just yeah. such a brilliant actor. You know, in DP two, he had a bigger arc, and he was so good in it. So yeah, he's just one of those as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm not. Yeah, he, he... I, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Sorry, you're saying no, no. No, I lost my tree. Yeah, okay, you want to say on, something yeah. about Song Suk Kyu? I think you were, you were going to say something about him. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, Song Suk Kyu. The thing about Song Suk Kyu is that um, he came into into acting really late, right? Into, yeah. Because you know he's American and all that, so he came into the Korean industry quite kind yeah. of late. Yeah. But I thought that you know he is he's marvelous. He's such a yeah. he's an he's an excellent actor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, you know, actually, the competition, no the the competition for the pick song next year that would be very competitive you know like there's all these roles actors and roles that should be nominated yeah, i don't know who like, to choose obviously, obviously everybody's like oh ji chang is going to get this but you know but i don't know i i don't i don't know that necessarily he gave the best performance among all these actors you know what i'm saying yes yes he, he, it was the best performance for me for his career yeah but yeah. um i think i'm well i don't know my yeah for me, I mean, I like Nangumin a little bit more, and I thought Nangumin's acting is uh, kind of like yeah. Well, he might yeah, he it's... might get it because my dearest is doing big guns in the ratings, so yes, you know, and, and, and also, so yeah. ratings wise, it's it's a, and it's a it's a show with broader appeal. So yeah. I think he's more likely to get it. It's hard to say. It just depends on what the judges think at the end of the day. But those guys, yeah, should all get nominated. I mean, this is a stiff competition. Mm. Even though the the shows they're in are not amazing necessarily, but the mm. the acting mm. is always amazing. Koreans have just really good actors. You know, so this is the mm. thing about why they get away with bad scripts because they rely heavily on their actors, and they oh, yeah. and they do That's have some sure. really good actors. I mean, we're talking mm. worldwide. You know, compare, mm. comparing with Hollywood and all that sort of stuff, there are some mm. really good actors at the moment in, mm. in South Korea. Mm. You know, they're beating Hollywood, I think, like thrashing yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, mm. that's true. All right. Yeah. Well, I find it very difficult. Yeah, to watch any other Asian dramas is very hard. <laughs> Even yeah. the Chinese ones, I have to be very selective. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we should stop here. It's uh, I know you're yes. busy and it's like over an yeah, hour yeah. and a half <laughs> we've had oh, this wow, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sorry about all the nose blowing that I was doing because I caught something in, overnight. Uh, thanks, Absolute M, for joining okay, me thank again you so much, in, yeah. in yep, this thank conversation. You. I think it's a lot of fun. Love talking mm, about dramas. Definitely. Yeah, let's hope we'll see you at the end of November, perhaps. Yes, yes, with new shows. <laughs> More shows coming. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay.